You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, we're live. All right. Is it we up? Yeah, we're up. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to the place where sports opinions collide. This is Dead End Sports, and we thank you for tuning in and joining us each and every Tuesday night as we broadcast live on our YouTube YouTube stream. If you have not done so already, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash dead end sports. Uh, we got an abbreviated show tonight. Uh, because it's being preempted by uh, the Western Conference Finals uh, Game 4. Uh, Oklahoma City uh, is about to tip off versus the Golden State Warriors. Of course, Oklahoma City is up uh, 2-1. We'll talk about that real quick, and we'll also talk about uh, the other series as well. We'll talk about uh, the suspension or non-suspension of Draymond Green. Of course, I'm the host, 12 Kyle. I'm not doing the show tonight by myself. Got the boys along with me. I got Ken, B4, BZ. Fellas, what up? Hey, howdy. What's going on? <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? Chilling, man. What's going on? Hey, man. Hey, man. We gotta get on. We gotta. We gotta get on that golf course, Kyle. I know our. Man, students. yeah. We 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 gotta sit down. We gotta knock out our time, man. Cause it, it's. I don't want to be. I don't want it to be too hot before we get out there. Yeah. Cause this weather right now is perfect. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I definitely have something nailed down by the by the by the end of the week. Um, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to NBA talk tonight real he- hot and heavy real quick. Uh, get you in and get you out. We know you guys are tuning in and uh, going to be tuning in to the game as well. So we're, we're, you know, we, we know we're big, but we're not, we're not as big as the Western Conference Finals. Uh, so let's start right there, man. FIFO, starting with you, man. Um, Draymond Green, we saw the kick on, uh, what was that, Sunday night? Uh, did not get suspended. Uh, I guess the first question I have, do you think he should have been suspended and are you buying the NBA's uh, excuse as to why he wasn't? What was the NBA excuse? Because I think I missed that. They, they put in a nutshell, without going into long detail, they basically said they upgraded it from a flagrant one to a flagrant two. Uh, they hit him with a $25,000 fine, uh, but they did not deem it suspend because they felt like it wasn't, like he wasn't necessarily trying to do, do uh, Stephen Adams any harm per se. But they did say that they took out the measure of whether or not they would explore whether or not it was intent, whether or not his intent was to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> so, so that's what they in a nutshell. That's what the explanation was. Okay. Um, for me, I don't think he should have been suspended, mainly because when I look at it, it doesn't look like he had intent. 
it looks like he lost the ball, and we see it all the time. People flail. As soon as you lose it, you ah, your legs go everywhere. To me, that's what I saw. Um, I also feel the NBA with their ruling. Um, I'm not necessarily against them. Um, I think Stephen A. made the best point. If there is a shadow of a doubt that he did not do it, then you cannot suspend him. If the, if if you have if you think it's 99% that there was intent, that point one stops you from suspending him. And I think that's what they kind of ran into because when you watch it, to me, it doesn't look like he had um, any type of intent. It didn't look like it was on purpose. The, he lost the ball. He flailed. He turned around. He walked away. It's not like, you know, he. I think if you did it with intent, you know, you would just, he would just, he just would have been there sizing him up like, yeah, and what? It was none of that, man. I, I, I honestly don't. You know, Draymond is highly emotional. Um, he is the heart and soul of that Golden State Warrior team. But I also think that he's smart. And I don't think that he's going to try to do anything to hurt his team. I don't think he did that intentionally. I, I think it was a, a, a mistake. But, you know, from here on forward, we'll, 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 we'll continue to keep a close eye on it. And I think that if anything like that happens again, because obviously this is the, the, the second go-round, because right. I think he did it in game one, and obviously that was unintentional as well. He was going up for a layup. You know, when I'm jumping, a, a knee is going to go up, so it just so happened to hit Steven Adams again in, in the same area. But um, I, I think the NBA got this one right, um, and, and I'm glad that they did not succumb to the pressure of the Dante Jones ruling. Um, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that they didn't say that just because we did this over here, we're going to do it over here. I think that they handle it really well. So I, I'm, I'm glad uh, for Golden State because going down 3-1, not a good look. Right. B, what about you, man? Um, your take on whether or not uh, he should have been suspended and, uh, you know, are you buying you know what the NBA had to say? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. Echo FIFA is exactly, um, you know, me and people play ball, so we know in that situation when you, you know, either get stripped or fouled or whatever, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna like ugh, flare up like that, and your feet's gonna go everywhere. <laughs> it so happens that Adams was his, he was just, it was just one of those wrong places at the wrong times type of ordeal. You know what I'm saying? Like he just, the, the jewels caught the bad end of that <laughs> of uh, Draymond Green's foot. But yeah, I, I'm glad. You know, I'm just glad. I guess just for NBA sakes that. You know, he didn't get suspended because, of course, if he'd have got suspended, then the excuses would have been thrown out already. Oh, well, they didn't have Draymond for this game, so if Golden State lose, it's because they didn't have him fully. You know, they didn't have Draymond Green, one of the heart and soul of the Golden State Warriors. So I don't want no excuses. Just in case OKC pulls out and win this series, I want to be both teams was full, was had, you know, full Roster and everything. I don't want no. Oh, well, that game was you know messed up because Draymond didn't play. And you know I'm just yeah. You got you got to have the the stars playing in playoff games. Yeah, like I said, I don't think he intentionally you know kicked Adams you know in the in the growing. I mean, of course they kind of wanted to bring it up because of him yapping in Adams' uh, ear. The, the it was that in game two at the beginning of game two because Adams said the monkey comment. You know, so people look at it like, well, is that like little sneak little payback? Like boom. Right. But you know, it just. 
from what I look, I've seen, you know, play ball, me and people ride, you know, can't, we all can tell you, like, sometimes stuff like that happen. I don't think he intentionally did that. He know what's in stake. And you know he don't want to jeopardize. Like FIFA said, he don't want to jeopardize not being there for his team. You know, so yeah, I didn't look at it as intentional. You know, of course they just it it was just blown up only because of the for the monkey comment that he Adam said and the way Draymond was aggressive in Adam's face in game two when they won game two. So you know, and it is it was just to escalating just to build up. So I think that's why it was kind of. Kind of taken out. If if Adams wouldn't have made that comment and and Draymond wouldn't do what he did in game two, I think we probably wouldn't really be talking about it that much, or NBA would or ESPN wouldn't be paying attention to it as much. But just because of the buildup, I think that's why we have like a story, you know, something to talk about. Oh, is he gonna be suspended? You know, whatever. So that's that's all. I don't I don't think it was intentional though. Uh, Kenneth, your take. Hey, y'all are crazy. <laughs> y'all know good and damn well that man intended to kick Steven Adams. Especially... Do that, man. He didn't mean to do that, man. He didn't yes, mean to do that. He unintentionally, intentionally kicked him. Oh, God. What the hell? <laughs> Dog, like, like, he was looking straight down. It's it's easy to make it seem unintentional, but he, he, had, full, he had control of what he was doing. Yes, he flails all the time, but you're not gonna sit. You guys are not gonna sit here and convince me that this man did not intend to kick that man. I think he knew he could probably get away with it by saying he didn't mean to do it. But I, I think he did it, and I think the quick little monkeys had something to do with it. Because he been he been going at Stephen Adams this whole time. I, I I I think it was intentional, and I think the NBA failed by not suspending him. I understand you want the teams at full strength, but we all remember 2007, and I know that you can't compare, but I'm comparing it in this sense. The rules are the rules, and back then, they stuck to the rules. I know it was under a different regime, which was Stern, and we got, you know, Silver, you know, this time, but the fact is the NBA has always stuck to their guns, and I think the integrity of the game meant more than showing preferential treatment Toward okay. certain teams of players because of because it's the playoffs. Let me come on, man. Okay, the rule is the rule, and if you read what the NBA said, right, like they stuck to the rule. No, they like, did what, not. What are you doing? I feel no, like you did not. Right now. And I and I'll tell you why. Because I tweeted this through the Dead End Sports account. Intent is not a factor. Um, recklessness is a factor. Um, um, Whether or not they endangered the player, right? All Which is the, why it's a flagrant too. Why it got upgraded. But here's okay. So so, so 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 reckless endangerment of a player does not equal suspension. Flag, equals flagrant too. Flagrant two and the twenty five thousand dollar fine is their way out. That's it's all. The rule. Is. No no whoa 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 whoa. You can't they talk suspend about the players before it to the rules and then they they obviously equivocated this scenario to the rule, and then you have an issue with the rule. No, 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 no. You can suspend players for this. They've done it before. There is a precedent set for this type of thing. I know Ibaka wasn't suspended that one time. I know Chris Paul wasn't suspended, but there was a play very similar to this where Dwayne Wade was coming up the court, and he was stripped, and he kicked somebody, flailing, and he was suspended. I think they pick and choose Depending on the situation, who they I, – I think they didn't want to mess up this finals. And I understand it. And I think 
Like you, you're saying you agree with Stephen A. Smith. I agree with Skip Bayless. I think they went with what was best, and right. they didn't want to. They didn't want to give any excuses for OKC winning this thing, so they they went with the easy way out. That man intended to kick that man. There's nothing you guys are going to do to convince me that he didn't. And I'm disappointed well, the NBA prove? did not. Well, to, to, to be honest, people, there's there's really no no to answer your question. There's nobody that you can prove. Um, you guys know it's rare, damn near, never that I agree with Ken. But I agree with Ken 100%. I think the intent was there. Uh, I, I think he was flailing his arms and legs at the time. But I think, and, and Draymond's comments after the game was he didn't know that he kicked him. He said he walked back to the free throw line. Come on, man. You kicked the dude in the nuts. When the last time you kicked somebody in the nuts and didn't know you kicked him in the nuts? You kicked somebody in the nuts, you know you kicked him in the nuts. So my thing is, I think, I think the NBA, what they did was, the fact that Draymond Green did not get kicked out of that game told me that they had something to fall back on. Now, I didn't think that they were going to fall back on it, but if you read Kiki Vanderway's statement, he basically said, well, you know, we're going to give him a flagrant two, but the refs didn't kick him out, so we're going to kind of rock out with that. So he kind of threw it back on the refs as if to say, okay, well, we're just going to upgrade Bridges to a flagrant two. Obviously, if he gets another flagrant, he's out for a game. But, you know, I guess for OKC's sake, if you beat Golden State, you don't want any excuses. You know, and to be honest, Draymond Green probably kicked him because Steven Adams is handling him. I mean, he's giving him the work. And and they are they are punishing when 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 Golden State goes small, they get punished down low. And to be honest, Draymond Green stunk the other day. So, you know, and, and no, they're gonna need him to come up big tonight. But at the end of the day, I mean, he hasn't played well. I mean, you know, you know I take it back. He played well in game one. He had a decent line in game two, but they won. But game three, uh, those guys were in his head. So, and he was he was uh, very frustrated. So, I think what's going to happen is the NBA, like I said, they fell back on the rule. I agree with Ken. I think they they didn't. The NBA has kind of has this underlying thing where they don't necessarily want to suspend superstars, even though if you know the NBA's history in the past, they have suspended superstars. Obviously, if you get rid of a guy like Dante Jones. He doesn't affect that series. You get rid of Draymond Green for a game, it really affects the series because OKC, I mean, Golden State can't afford to go down 3-1. Now, they may still go down 3-1, but it'll be with Draymond Green on the court. <sighs> he, he, he kicked that, man. Look, Draymond has a history, too, and this is the last thing I'm going to say. Draymond throughout the season has been body slamming people. He body slammed somebody in Boston, and he body somebody body slammed somebody in in Houston, and he he hasn't received any type of now they announced it on the NBA report the next day, but the guy has a, a history of of doing antics like this, and for once he finally got caught, but fortunately for him it didn't affect him. Now he's one flagrant away from being kicked out again, and the way the NBA has been ruling flagrants left and right. That could be incidental as well, but and and to be fair, there were other incidents where the NBA hasn't suspended like Drummond, probably should, Drummond, Isaiah Thomas, and Kevin Durant all hit people upside the head, and I think they didn't get kicked out or suspended as well. But you know, it it is what it is, man. I think going back to the flagrant two and the way Kiki Vandeweg worded it is that he's saying the flagrant two if they would have kicked them out. That would have been the equivalent of him being kicked out of that game, which they lost anyway by 30-something. So 
you know, it kind of washes itself out. But um, I, I think they took the easy way out. But you know what? I mean, what does Stephen A. Smith say? To be the man, you got to beat the man. So here we are. Yeah, so we see we see what happens. So again, the game will tip off again. If you if you're just now tuning us, thanks tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is going to be a preemptive show. Uh, we're not going to go the full two hours. Uh, we're going to go um, probably about to about 9:15, at least through maybe the first quarter. Uh, we'll give you guys a little commentary because we know everybody's watching the game at the time of this recording. Um, so we talked about the kick. Uh, now let's shift our focus before the game tips off into the game. Um, B, is OKC, I'm sorry, is, are the Warriors in trouble? And if so, how much trouble are they in? Uh, yeah, they're in a little bit of trouble. Um, and I know, yes, anyone can look defeated when you get blown out by 20, you know, 20 plus points because Golden State is so used to doing all the blowing out themselves. But the way they was looking in game, at the end of game three, when just OKC was just not playing, you know how you can just, when you're playing ball and you can just, like, smell the fear in your opponent's eyes and just while you're out there in the court. And I really feel like OKC, they smell blood now. I think they really smell blood on this um, Golden State Warriors squad. And I, and I really think they're going to come out, you know, this upcoming game that's getting ready to come on, um, that's getting ready to start. I think they're going to really try to come out and, and really put their neck on Golden State's throat. Because you feel if, if, if OKC can pull off this victory, secure home court, go up 3-1, it's going to be tough for Golden State to win three straight. You know, right. I, I really think it is. With, with, with you still have a game left, you know, pl being played back here at OKC, too. So, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I do think Golden State's in trouble because they really look defeated, you know, when they in, in, at the end of that game three loss, man. Like, it was just a look on them that you just didn't see. And especially and then mentally, too, if they win this game, this will be the first time all season that Golden State has lost two you know, consecutive back-to-back -back games. So just think what what else that can do to their psyche, you know, if if OKC can pull out this win tonight, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you see Draymond Green playing, like, out of character and stuff. It's just like, is this getting to him? Is OKC really getting to him? And, and yeah, Westbrook is just giving it to Stephen Curry, but it's freaking Westbrook. So what you expect? I mean, Westbrook, right. people, it'd be crazy how people be saying, oh, man, I think we need to start, you know, Checking for Stephen Curry or something because now he's getting worked by Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, Westbrook like, he work everybody. <laughs> right, he's like top three. Some people say top three, top five player in the NBA in the NBA right now. Of course, he. I mean, Westbrook can work anyone. You know, it's not like it's not like Stephen Curry out there getting worked by by Brandon Jennings or something like that on a nightly basis. He's getting worked by Russell Westbrook, the the, the premier. Crim de la crim of the league right now. So, you know, don't, you know, ain't no point of saying, oh, you need to start checking Steph Curry or oh, whatever for the defense. Westbrook is like one of the coldest dudes in the league, man. So, yeah, man, kill that noise. That, you need to stop that. But, yeah, I do think uh, Warriors are in trouble because they smell blood, man. And the worst thing you want to do, give a team, is confidence. I don't care what level of sport you're playing, whether it's peewee, JV, varsity, AAU, whatever, college. You do not want to give a team confidence. Once they have that confidence and feel like, wait a minute, we can really, really beat these dudes. These dudes ain't nothing. You know, bam, yeah, you have it. So, yeah, we we see how this game play out, man. This this this. Let's see if OKC gonna really go for the kill. No doubt, no doubt. What about you, Ken? Uh, how much trouble, or 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 do you think Golden State is in any trouble? I, you know what? I don't know. Um, because initially I was like, I thought they were, 
And then I read an article today, and it was saying that during the blowout, Draymond Green and Curry was on the bench laughing. Like, they like, like there was nothing wrong. So it shows that they still have a little bit of confidence, but the rest of the team, speaking to what B is talking about, the rest of the team themselves, Livingston had his arms folded, Clay had his towel over his head. Mm-hmm. They seemed a little bit down and despondent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what they went through last year, granted against a weakened opponent, helps them because it gives them the experience of being in this position before. Um, so I don't think they're going to initially panic. I know they, they do believe this is a must-win game, but I'm, I'm 100% with B. OKC, with all of the experience they have, being in the finals before with Westbrook and, and they're playing with extreme confidence, I, I said it before this series started, they are not afraid of Golden State. They want to go to State. They feel they are the better team. They have a 2-1 lead. They have a chance to go up 3-1 on their home court, and they are going to go for it. Whether or not they get it, that remains to be seen. But they're going to go for it, and I have a feeling that Golden State understands that. And at some point, when will the pressure of winning 73 games you know, hit them that they could potentially go down, especially if they start trailing you know, by a significant amount of, of uh, points in this game? Um, so I think that the situation they're in, with the potential to go down 3-1 against OKC puts them in trouble, but I think they're confident enough that they can rebound and tie this series up. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, looks like people disappeared. Yeah, um, not bad. <laughs> so um, I, I, think, uh, I think at least so far from where I am, of course the game just started, but um, I think really what, I, what Golden State is facing – and this, and B mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago that they have not lost back-to-back games all season. That says a lot. That that te- including the playoffs. What that tells me is that they're able to you know adjust and readjust even more so and have that focus to you know be ready and and, and ready to play on a night-to-night basis. Um, obviously, you know the regular season doesn't mean anything now. I think Golden State, at least based on a few minutes that I've seen thus far in early in this game. Golden State looks like a different team. They look they look a little bit more aggressive. Um, OKC looks like they're you know not as aggressive as they were the other night. Um, but this is a must, and I hate using the term must win. But this is a must win for for, for OKC. Mm-hmm. They've got to win this game. If they don't win this game, you can't afford to give Golden State back the home court because you you don't figure that you're going to win um, two of the next three, which would be played in Oracle. That you now you could probably look and 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 Kenny Smith I heard him say it on the pregame. It's one thing to get one game in, on somebody else's court. He said it's much harder to get two games. You know, so I think that's the thing that you have to guard against. And I think where you know um, OKC is they they just really have to go for the kill. Um, I think that's their mentality, but they're going to have to go for the kill because you know the, when you're going up against the champs, they're not going to give it away easy. They're just not, and they're not supposed to. But um, I, I think yeah, I, <laughs> I I predicted that they that uh, Golden State would win this series. So I, it looked so I'm thinking this was going seven. I think Golden State's gonna win tonight. But I, I I think we're in for a great game. I I don't foresee a blowout in any sort. I think both teams are gonna come out and they're gonna you know the first five ten minutes they're gonna kind of feel each other out. But um you know it's gonna be about body blows and who can withstand the punches. So. 
and we'll see. And OKC welling, and that's the thing, man. Like in every single game, even the one that they were they were blowing out in, they welling, dog. They throwing haymakers, mm-hmm. and they continue to play aggressive, even when like they were sloppy at the beginning of this game. But they're still going at them, and they're being way more aggressive than than um than Golden State at the moment, and basically this whole series. And the other thing is that the refs are allowing physical play. And, yeah, they are. You know, and, and I think that with Adams and who else, where everybody they have pretty much a Baca, that kind of bowls a little bit well for, for OKC. But, um, you know, it, it, it's a long way ways to go, man. I, I picked OKC in six. I think they need to get this one for that to happen because I think they'll lose tomorrow if they do go up 3-1. And close it out at, at home, but no doubt, no doubt, and we'll see. I mean, like I said, the game is on right now. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, everybody who's watching right now. Um, definitely appreciate the love. As I mentioned earlier, this is Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Twelve Kyle, joined by the crew, Beezy, Fifo, and Ken. Uh, Fifo has disappeared, but hopefully he'll be back in a second. Uh, we're gonna flip it over to the Eastern Conference. Um, this series is tied two-two. I don't think any of us predicted that it would be. I know personally, I said that, that uh, they'd get swept. Um, Ken, man, what 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 is going on? What what are we to make of Toronto winning two games on their home floor? Well, I I got to give it to B, man. He he said Toronto is a good home team, and I think that that's shown. I think we saw that um, in, in those two wins. And, you know, that win last night, Buckets, oh, my God. What is happening right oh, now? I know. What is happening right now? No. Who's who right now? Who is who, B? I don't know who's who. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, let me get back to that. It's a long way to go, man. But Yeah, it's still a lot of A lot of confidence, man. This is crazy. Um, man, B, man, if these – if Man, yo, if they – anyway, <laughs> this is wild. But anyway, it shows that they're a good team. And I think that Cle- – look, Dwayne Casey made a lot of adjustments and Lou hasn't countered. Um, they were giving up everything in the paint, and, and Casey has basically closed that off. And he's doing what Bud tried to do and made the Cavs a three-point shooting team. Right. And it's working because three for 22 in the first half and you keep jacking them up. Um, Whoa, let me pause you right there, Ken. Yeah, go ahead. I'm glad I came back right here. I'm glad. See, everything has perfect timing. Because what the hell are you talking about? And what the hell is you watching? Because if you didn't watch, especially in that fourth quarter, the adjustment that Tyrone Lue made, then that means that you're not watching basketball the way I'm watching basketball. He went to the most – I hate the most efficient lineup, according to the stat guys in the playoffs, is that lineup that he went to. But it's not just the lineup, though, Ken. It's what you do with that lineup to get what you want to get. Now, do you know what he was doing and why it was effective in the second half? Spreading them out on the perimeter to create uh, lanes for LeBron. And LeBron. It's not just that, though, It's, it's how you do it. Right, because because you can put a lineup of four other perimeter guys with LeBron and be like, oh, go out there and just do. No, it, it doesn't work that simply. 
what happened was the same thing Rick Carlisle did to the Miami Heat team when LeBron had the meltdown in the finals, which was you put a big man <laughs> shooter in the corner, you run pick and roll, and then that corner big man that was protecting the paint can no longer protect the paint. Right. So you watch in that second half when I believe Cleveland was like seven out of nine or seven out of ten from three and that second half was because, number one, Channing Fry, because he came mm-hmm. in knocking down shots. K-Love didn't hit nothing all day. Right, because in that first half, three was awful. He missed like five open corner threes. In that second half, Channing Fry killed him from that left side. They kept Fry in that corner to keep Biombo out the paint. They ran pick and roll with Delhi and LeBron, and essentially LeBron took Tristan Thompson's place. Because if you watch the cast throughout the year, every time Delhi's throwing a, a lob, it's to Tristan. It's to Tristan it, Thompson, right? The difference was it was LeBron this time. So, so that's what Ty Lue did in terms of an adjustment. And I think that if Dwayne Casey continues to allow Cleveland to shoot threes, I think Ty Lue is going to go to this um, lineup a little bit more, and he's going to have more variations of what he did in that second half. There was an adjustment. Ty Lue made a great adjustment. The reason why I think the Cavs faltered during the end was because of focus and execution. Focus and execution. I think it was as simple as that. Because they was down, I think, what was the most? They was down 18 points? They were down 18, yeah. yeah. And they had a four-point lead with, like, what, seven minutes or something to go in the they fourth? They had a three-point lead. Okay, the, their biggest lead was th- was a three-point lead. They called the timeout. Toronto went on another run. They closed it again, but then they couldn't overtake that again. The problem is, is getting more efficient shooting at the beginning so that way if you have to make a run. Ooh. Wow. If you have to make a run. <laughs> man. <laughs> man. Man. That dude's special, man. Athletically, that guy, I, I, there's nobody that, that can come. Wow. But Golden State has a history. They do this, though. Of course. They, oh, do, they do this all the time. Oh, my they God. They ball over a lot. If he would have made that shit. Oh, my gosh. Strip. Wow. Dog, what is going on here? Draymond not even running back, dog. Oh wow! Buckets! Wow, dog! Buckets! Crazy! Wow. Gotta call another one. Call another. One. Oh my call god, dog! No, this is crazy. Oh my god, dog! Portland did the same thing though, but Portland, you know, they were young. They, you know, it's a different team. But all I'm saying is, it's early. I'll continue to say it's early. But th- this is the start you want if you're okay. Oh, no question. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh, yeah. Because you wanted to be, you said it, man. They smelt, they smelt that blood, dog, and now, now they eat, man. They giving it on something. <laughs> and it t- it's tasting really good right now. It's tasting really good right now, and they better keep this up because. Yeah, you got to keep it up. Got to keep oh. it up. You know, in this series, you know what I thought was the biggest moment for OKC was the third quarter of game four. Third quarter of game four because they had them by a big lead. And Charles and, and, and the whole TNT staff said, whenever you have a team, you have to step on their neck in this moment. And they came out and they extended that lead. And they, they like they basically told Golden State with that third quarter run, oh, yeah, it's about to be over for y'all. And, 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 and they're playing like that. They're playing like 73 and what? Exactly. Champion, when? Yeah. He don't care. Don't care. What about but today? That, but back to the Cavs, like I, I, so we actually ended up leaving late, so I only caught like 
I saw when the Cavs went up three in the um in that quarter. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, that was a big shot. Needed to hit that. Got to stay on your feet though. Um. So yeah. So and I saw when they kind of went cold. So I didn't see like the third and parts of the fourth. Mm. But I I was listening to it on the uh on ESPN radio. So I knew he had, he surrounded him with shooters. Mm. Um. But yeah, what you breaking it down? Um. You know, like that makes completely sense. But I, what what I was saying though is that. To me, that was the first adjustment Lou made in the series after going back to Toronto. So, um, and and it came like right at that moment. Up until then, he 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 didn't know what to do. But and you know, it's just guys not making shots. You know, it, it is what it is. But Fry is a three-point specialist. That's all he does. Love is well. Let me let me ask you this, Ken. What about and and I of course everybody beat uh, Kevin Love up and and rightfully so because he played like crap. Uh, but even though he played forty six minutes, your boy LeBron the last five minutes did not score at all. And I, and again he played forty six minutes. I don't know if he was tired, but you're the superstar. You can't afford to not score and not put the team on your back, especially when they came back from 18, took a three-point lead, that's when you have to take over. Where was LeBron in all of this? I, I, I listened to a lot of sports talk radio and, and, and ESPN and all this stuff like that, and almost everybody seemed to absolve LeBron of any, any, any guilt or anything like that. Part of that's on LeBron last night, too, because he, he didn't come through. You, you're the superstar. You can't afford to go uh, scoreless in the last five minutes of the game. That's, that's unacceptable. Not from a star of his caliber. It's, it's not. You can't you can't play like that. You just can't. Well, Stephen A. let him have it. Um, and I, I kind of understand. You know, I understand. I think some of the plays that he made late, I think they were they were good plays. But, you know, I, I kind of understand, man. Like, put put your foot on their neck. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, you, you got them going. And if you're struggling to make shots like they were, I think it's on you to go make something something happen. And, you know, and, and he didn't, unfortunately. And then when you're playing 46 minutes, like, you need to come out with a win because right. you basically sacrifice a lot of time, effort, and energy exactly. you know, for, for essentially what seems like nothing. And it could have been a situation where, and if you remember, I know you said you didn't see all of the game, but um, LeBron probably, he, he spent a lot of energy out there with the second unit. He was doing a lot of playmaking and creating for that second unit. And I just don't know if, and I, you know, LeBron is in great shape. I, I would hate to say that he was tired or out of shape or anything like that, but he spent a lot of energy. It could be a situation where we, he just kind of ran out of gas. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be, but I, I think that I don't. I won't say the Cavs are in trouble. They play well at home, but I think that this may go seven because. Right. They haven't won in Toronto in a while, from what I've what I've seen. No, they haven't. And if you if you can't win in Toronto, then you're gonna have to win in the home and home court is actually working on their favor now. But I, I gotta give I have to absolutely like Cleveland hasn't played like we're used to them playing in the last two games. But that last game, I gotta give DeRozan and Kyle Lowry props. Oh, no question. No question. DeRozan hit big shot after big shot after big shot. Like, every time, like, they were going back and forth. And DeRozan, he was there, man. He had clutch shot after clutch shot. So, 
I, I gotta I gotta salute them boys for that, man, because I didn't see that coming at all. Oh yeah, and and especially when you think about think about what they went through. Uh, Lowry got a lot of uh, flack for leaving, you know, in game two right before halftime. Yep. Uh, DeRozan honestly wasn't playing that much better than Lowry was, uh, you know, and they struck they both have struggled throughout this playoffs. And you know, we said it right here, and I, I know personally, I said it right here. I thought they'd get swept. So. The fact that we're at least looking at six games is is mind-boggling to me because I really thought Cleveland would pop them up in Toronto. All right, don't get sloppy, Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, he, he's Westbrook gonna do his thing. I don't know where Durant's at, but Westbrook, yeah, he'll he'll do that, man. But I, you know, that's that's just how they play, dog. I I think. They can't let go to stay. I mean, the basketball is a game of runs. I expect them to go on a run. I think they've done a good job of of countering um, what felt like a run was coming. You know, with Steph Curry getting into the line. But yeah, I'm with you, B. You can't you can't get sloppy right now. Well, I mean, and, and one thing you got to remember too, and, and I I kind of have to remind people of this, especially when we're tweeting and stuff. You know, basketball is like you said, it's a game of runs. Uh, the home team's gonna make a run. The home team's probably gonna make a few more runs because they all because they they have the emotion of the crowd and everything like that. But you know it's what can you do when it? Because let's just keep it real. This game will probably be close with five minutes left. Ken, you touched on it about last night's game. Execution. Mm-hmm. How can you execute? And Golden State is a team obviously that is executed very well. Because trust me, in those seventy-three wins, they weren't all blowouts. <laughs> they right. won a lot of games by. You know, the slimmest of margins, you know, a, a dumb play here, a turnover here, a missed free throw there. So, you know, they know how to win. Same for OKC, but OKC has been much maligned. Even though they play better here in the playoffs, they've been much maligned as far as their uh, inefficiencies down the stretch. Um, I think if you're, if you're Golden State, you want to keep it close. Uh, if you're OKC, you want to you stretch this lead. And, you know, like people always says, you know, no lead is safe against Golden State because, with their ability to make threes, they can close the gap that much quicker. Um, so, B, I'll ask you, is uh, are the Cavs in trouble? Do you think the Cavs are in trouble right now? No, I don't think in trouble. I'm just mad that they proved me wrong because I had them – I actually had them winning in five. I knew Toronto was going to get a game. I knew definitely that they was going to get a game at home because, you know, I've always noticed and peeped throughout the season that Toronto is a, is a pretty good home you know, pretty good. They're a pretty good team when they're playing at home. So I knew they was gonna definitely sneak one, um, not sneak one, but I definitely knew they was gonna get one at home against. Um, mm. and it was game three. I knew they was gonna. I knew they was gonna get game three. I just had a feeling they was gonna get game three. But then I figured, you know, game four was still gonna be tight, and I thought Cavs was gonna pull it out. But yeah, LeBron not taking a single field goal shot from the, from five twenty on to the rest of the fourth quarter. Come on, dude. Like this is this is the freaking playoffs. This is the playoffs. You 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 supposed to be LeBron James supposed to be the superstar. You can't you cannot go five twenty in the fourth quarter without taking a single a, t- a field goal attempt. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, this is your chance to really put this team down three one. You know, put your I always said put your foot on a neck. Mm-hmm. You only you're not even attempting a freaking field goal in the last five twenty. Like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, do you freaking six eight? 270, <laughs> right? Like, dude, you should be you should be posting up trying to get guys in foul trouble. 
do something, man. Like at this point, y'all, when they when 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 they took the lead, I'm like, okay, they about the Cavs about to go ahead and and, and run away with this. Mm-hmm. But LeBron just turned into let let me make a best play, LeBron. Like, dude, right. dog, this is the freaking playoffs. This is your chance to go back to the finals again and get rid of the Raptors. And you just gave him gave him confidence. You gave, gave him life. confidence. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think they're in trouble, but you just don't give that team that confidence, man. So now you know Toronto's feeling good. They're like, yeah, we got we secured our home court. Let's let's try to steal one on their home court in Game Five and come back in Game Six and you know and finish it off. So now you know you LeBron in this situation as a superstar, you can't give teams confidence. Superstars no don't give other teams confidence. If that was you know, you can name them. If it was any other, you know, the Kobe's, the 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 Magics, the Barclays, the Isaiah's, the um, Jordans, they would the Birds. They would not would they would they wouldn't have gave Toronto confidence. They'd be like, wait a minute, hold on, five minutes left, let's shut this down right now. And they would they would have took over. They would have took over, and Toronto would have been their fans would have been sick. They'd have been going back home sad because they're down three one, and it would have been over. This series would have been over. Now you just giving them confidence, LeBron. You have to, dude. You have to. You are. You're supposed to be in kill mode because you mm-hmm. don't want to go to the NBA Finals again and lose the way you was looking like you lost your best friend and your puppy last year after y'all. <laughs> I should be seeing red in your eyes every right. from here on out. Like you should just be like a bull, ready to take charge and take over the game. You know what I'm saying? I understand you want to get your other players involved, and you know it helps when you when your guys are rolling. You got J.R. Smith hitting shots, Kyrie Irving hitting shots. And Kevin Love, Kevin Love is looking like Kevin Love again. He's starting to disappear. Yeah, um, and, and you—that—that's exactly where I was going. That was going to be my next question. B. Yeah, he's starting. How, how much? Starting to disappear. How much do you blame? Because I, I heard a lot of people crapping on Kevin Love, man. How much do you? And we we talked about it via text last night. Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. What? Are, what? what are, how what much are you paying Tristan? You paying him like what? Eighty-two. Like Eighty-two million? million, something like that, Ken. Yep. Um, Eighty-two million and. You paying this? You paying a so, two mil for? So what? my question to the two of you: What is Lou gonna? Because I I heard even somebody on ESPN saying that I think it was Brian Windhorst saying that Tyron Lou looked like a a uh, a rookie head coach out there uh, yesterday last night. Um. So what is it? What is it that he's gonna have to do to tweak it to where he can get the most out of uh, Kevin Love and, and Tristan Thompson? Or th- is this a series where he's gonna get the most out of them? Ken? I think he may have to play Fry a lot more um, okay. to keep Bismack on the perimeter um, if you're if Tristan Thompson can't handle him. Okay, so so let me stop you there, Ken. So mm-hmm. you're the coach. You're Tyrone Luke. Is it a situation where you start uh, uh, a Fry over Thompson? Nah, nah. You still go with okay. go with your uh, your team, man, and just stick to your rotations. Stick to your rotations. Uh, players are comfortable. When they're in something that's constantly familiar, okay. you know what I'm saying. So it's it, it, it's routine, and they and players like routine. So just stick to your rotations and make in-game adjustments as needed. Don't do it to them, KD. Oh my God! Don't do it, KD. You would have made that. <laughs> I hate when they take hero shots like that, but it's KD. He can he can hit those. Yeah, he but, can. Uh, but yeah, I, I say I I you know I. Damn, what is going on with Golden State? Hey, KD Garden, Stephen Curry. Guy looks like it. I'm just switching off. Switching off. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, wow, that's a heck of a of a of a. Uh, Westbrook, yo, dog. 
know you, you're right, Ken. Both teams, they both teams are bad with these hero shots, man. They anyway, take a um, lot of hero shots. But yeah, stick to your. And I think, and I hate I didn't get a chance to see Game Three as as much as uh, so I could see what was really going on with uh, Kevin Love. Um, I heard he got injured. I, I yeah, heard he he tweet he tweet he tweaked his ankle. He wrote he actually rolled his ankle on nice on the ref. He stepped on the ref's foot and rolled his ankle. Mm. Um, but but because in the previous series they were giving it to him, you know, at the elbow. They gave it to him in the post. He wasn't just relegated to shooting three point shots. See, these these are the plays that get him in trouble. The this is a three point shooting team. And they can make them in, in bunches. Westbrook got to get, got to control that. They sloppy man. That's how they've managed to lose their game. Is is ill-advised turnovers. And, and I know there's a lot of turnovers in this game already. Like you can't both sides. Yeah, you can't you can't just get over cocky. And I think they're getting getting a little too cocky. Run your offense. Because now look at it. it. It went from 28 to 19 to. A six-point game. Yep. Anyway, uh, just that fast. Yeah, turnovers. They, they, and and, and uh, look at another one. And ironically, Ken, in game one, that was the difference for Golden State. For excuse me, for OKC to win in, in Oracle, they had I think 14 turnovers in the first half, and they had two in the second half, and that's yep. when they made that run. And so that big shot by KD. KD. KD shouldn't have shot that. That when OKC point. doesn't turn the ball over, they're in great shape against this team. But when they turn they turn the ball over, it's 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 yep. bad. It's, it's bad. It you look at that. Look turnovers. It was six to one. Now it's seven six. Yeah. So you oh, you can't trouble Robinson. And, and Golden State turns the ball over a lot, but they score a lot. So it almost kind of balances out. OKC can't afford to turn the ball over a lot against this team. It just it, it doesn't work. I see you, Adams. Look at that. Just. Terrible, like, man. They just let the ball. After he blocked the shot, like yeah, my man mentioned in the chat room, he said ISO and turnovers. Yeah, that that that'll kill any any kind of offense you're trying to have. ISO and turnovers. Well, go to stay survive. Go to stay yeah. survive. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah. It, this quarter could have got ugly. It could have got ugly real All fast. They have to do is take care of the ball, man. They were up what 14? Yeah, man. Start turning it over. There they go. They back in it. But I mean, I think if you're OKC, you got something to point to. But all they needed to do was just survive that first quarter barrage, and they have. Right now, it's it's a game. They're all all the way back in it. But if you Billy Donovan, you're like, yo, man, like, look at the turnovers we had in the last three to four minutes. We can't be doing that, and they have. So, but that's how OKC plays. But like you said, Kyle, when they don't turn the ball over. They they have a tendency they they can win but yeah hero shots and yeah just bad and and that's the that's the thing man I mean you look at a situation where it was a fourteen point fourteen point lead and you could have blew the roof off the building and now it's only four and it's that's the end of the first quarter um yeah. well fellas folks we are done from here as I mentioned at the top we we're only going to talk uh, just for a little bit we obviously uh, aren't as big as the uh, as the NBA Finals, or excuse me, uh, uh, Western Conference Finals. Um, so we, what we wanted to do was talk about the foul, uh, the the, <laughs> the non-suspension of Draymond Green, and talk about both series, and we got that accomplished. Of course, we will be back uh, next Tuesday night, same time, regular time, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you follow us on all social medias, 
um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We're everywhere. Follow us individually as well. Uh, make sure that you check us out. We have more stuff coming. Then um, that's going to do it for this week. So for FIFO, who seemed to disappear, uh, Ken, B, I'm your host, 12 Kyle. We'll holler at you guys next week. Peace. Peace. And FIFO just had uh, issues with his system, so he wasn't able to join back. Oh. He's need to get off the AOL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.